You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I know you'll be alright Even when times get hard And you feel like you're in the dark You will see Just how beautiful life can be When you soften your heart You can finally start To live your truthiest life Hello everybody and welcome back to The Truthiest Life. It's your host, Lisa Haim. Today I'm serving up my specialty, which is how to make new friends in adulthood. I know that this is a big struggle for a lot of you who are just graduating college or moving to new towns because of COVID or job changes. And all in all, it is really hard. But not to brag too much here, but I'm really good at this. Historically, it is true. And in this new life phase called motherhood and living in suburbia, turns out it's still true. But recently, I've had to put a little bit more practice into it where it used to come a bit more naturally to me. My social skills, probably like some of yours, are a little bit rusty at best from a lack of socializing these past two years. But I just jumped back in and I have to say, I'm so impressed with the results that I decided to really think about what it is that makes how I talk to people, how I meet people different and put it into an actionable guide for you to use. Recently, I've made brand new friends that I'm really, really jiving with. And here's the tea. I'm living in this newish town. We moved two years ago, but COVID pregnancy, I like really didn't meet new people. And now I'm specifically in this new life phase where I have babies and I want to meet new people, moms that have babies the exact same age. And it's kind of weird. Like my brother always called this the friend lotto, this weird specific life stage where suddenly your friends aren't based off your interests or your hobbies and instead just timing of your actual conception and when you give birth to a child. So it's weird. And for me, I don't really do small talk friendships. I'm really bad at it. I need people around me at all times that I can go really deep with and go deep fast with. 
So recently I've kind of broken through this convenient friendship status that we found ourselves in and made really quality friendships with people who, yes, also have kids, but are really, really my people. The way that I've come to meet these people have come through a skill set that I've acquired and improved upon over the last decade of life. Post-college, for me, that's when friendships became a lot more complicated and harder to make. It felt like after college, people already kind of had their friend groups established. They were calling up the same people. There was less of like an itch to meet new people. But as I continued to evolve, I also outgrew a lot of the people that I was friends with in college because what I was doing in college was different than what I was doing after college. I started to get interested in healthy living and nutrition and working out. And back then, 10 years ago, keep in mind, like boutique fitness and all the things that we see on social media were not happening. So it was not the cool thing at all to be interested in these things. So a lot of my friendships basically just didn't fit anymore. But I continued to still want to be around people that had similar interests as me and preferred to, I don't know, stay in and play a board game instead of going out to a club. And these were not necessarily my friends from college or before. So female friendships for me are the most important thing on the planet. Love my husband, love my brothers. I have three, no sisters. I have sister-in-laws. And I love my guy friends. But female friendships are so grounding for me. They're like my multivitamin that I need to take every single day. They help me see life more clearly. They help me shift my perspective. They just make me feel really happy when I'm around good, solid female energy. And specifically becoming a mother, being around women has been something that I've been craving. I do have a lot of friends who are moms that have babies the exact same age as me, but none that live very close to me in my community. So this has been something that I've been trying to find because I think that mothering together is something that we need to do. Like it actually takes a village. That expression is literal and having women who get it is absolutely key. But aside from this, if you're a mom or not, if you're in my exact situation or not at all, I'm going to share general tips and tools for you to use that have worked with me in the past and are still working today. So today I'm sharing 10 tips and tools to help you make new friendships in adulthood. And before I share these tips, I want to share with you some examples of my really good track record at being really quote unquote good at meeting people in weird places and situations. This is so true that some people think that it's really weird of me, but to be honest, I don't care because I've benefited so much from putting myself out there, from doing things that people consider weird and the friendships that I've made from as a result. I honestly don't know who I would be or where I would be without them. Some of my best friendships have come from the most unexpected random places. I met Amaya, who's my director of operations for my business. On the first day of grand jury duty, I got summoned thinking my life was over. And here I am four to five years later, still best friends with Amaya. I can't even run my business without her. And she's my personal rock too. And I met her because we were obviously both summoned, but so were 300 or 500 other people that day. But the second I saw her, I noticed her energy and I engaged her in conversation. I don't really remember, but she says that I kind of pride by saying something like, wow, that's such a good idea to bring a Kindle, which sounds like something I would say and happens to be a really good idea. I still don't have a Kindle to this day, but maybe I should get one because when you're in like situations, you don't know how long you're going to be in them for. What better than to have a good book with you? Anyway, Amaya is always thinking a few steps ahead. 
People call it luck when they see us together. She spoke at my wedding and they're like, wow, you're so lucky to have met. But the truth is, it's not luck. I believe that the universe has our back, but we need to put forth our own good energy in order to get what's available for us. And I know that most people don't meet their best friends in jury duty. So hopefully this gives me some street cred for all of you. Another example is my best friend, Abby. She's Abby's food court. And technically, we met formally at a coffee shop in our late 20s. Abby decided to shift her career into dietetics and nutrition and reached out to me to meet and for some advice. So the second we sat down, I felt like, wow, this person is awesome. I feel like I've known you for a million years. Turns out we were born one day apart. She's June 29th. I'm June 30th in the same hospital. So is it coincidence that we get along so well? I think not. I truly believe that in the nursery at the hospital, we were probably screaming our heads off like the crazy people that we are. And maybe we made eye contact with each other and looked at each other and we're like, all right, you know what? I'm going to see you down the line. So Abby's another great example of somebody who I said yes to meeting. And as a result, I got the most incredible friendship out of it that I could ever imagine. Internet friendships for me, so real. And you don't need to be an influencer or have a public page to find them. I had an entire table at my wedding of pure internet friends. And at first, the people in my real life, my family, my real life friends didn't understand or believe that a friendship, which is largely based off the internet and text messages, and not a lot of in-person interactions could be real. And I'm sure that there are a lot of disingenuine friendships that do stem from online, especially in the influencer community. But once my real life people saw me with my internet friends, when they saw how invested with their whole hearts they were in celebrating me, people started to realize that, wow, friendships can stem from anywhere. And since then, by the way, there's been a pandemic. I got married in 2019, and I've only made more internet friends since then. This week alone, I went out with my friend named Leah. Leah said hi to me at a restaurant seven months ago. She followed me on Instagram. And the second she said hi to me, like her eyes lit up in a way that my insides were like, yes, be friends with this person. And we've been texting for the last seven months going through postpartum together. And now we're real life friends. And she's been a rock for me throughout motherhood. And I know that a lot of influencers or people in my position, the word still just will never sit right for me when they meet their quote unquote followers. You know, it's this this strange one off interaction. But again, when I feel good energy, I'm going to stick with it and stay near it. So the point of this is that am I really blessed or lucky in all these situations? I really don't think so. I think I've been really proactive in recognizing where good vibes are and opening my heart to form quality connections that are otherwise missed for a lot of people. When I meet people that bring those good vibes into my body, like when my nervous system responds to people positively just from their smile or the way they say hello, I show up authentically and I work to nurture those relationships, whether they're in text messages or real life. And as a result, I've turned them into something that's really real. And like I've said, I am not somebody with a ton of friends out there. And that's not what this is about. This podcast isn't about how to make millions of friends, but rather how to find authentic connections and meet new friends during a life phase as you get older, where it just simply gets more challenging. I know that meeting people when you move to a new city, when you're in the middle of a pandemic, or maybe your life has changed for whatever reason, 
it can be really challenging. It can be really intimidating. And it can also bring up a lot of fears and limiting beliefs about yourself that are probably rooted in childhood. And, you know, maybe you didn't fit in when you were younger. Now having to go back out there and find new people might bring up all those feelings of perceived inadequacy again. So it can be a lot to work through. But if it's a want for you to meet new people, form quality, authentic friendships, I thought I'd provide some tips that seem to have worked for me. They were kind of in hindsight because it used to come a lot more naturally to me. But like I said, after two years of pandemicking and finding myself really itching for friendships, it's not as natural for me anymore. And instead, these are tips and tools that I'm consciously putting into action as we speak and I'm seeing the results. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Tip number one is to bring good energy wherever you go. I know that when I'm vibrating high from the inside, I attract the right people. Now, of course, we're always going to find ourselves in funks, but it's important to recognize that when you are going about your day, your body is either vibrating high or vibrating low. You know what it feels like in your body. Whenever I have these moments where people just start talking to me out of nowhere, I know that I'm vibrating high and it only validates and makes me want to do it more. So just before recording this podcast, I went for a walk and I hear someone kind of buzzing behind me going faster than I am. She was jogging and I hear her music playing and I think she's just going to breeze past me. But instead she turned her music off, stopped and she goes, you know, I'm 60 years old and this is what I have to do to stay out of the sun. She's wearing a hat with a cap portion covering her head and then there's a part covering her back. It's like this whole thing that I would honestly wear as somebody who tries to stay out of the sun. But she just like struck up conversation with me and showed her unique personality, stopped what she was doing to just talk to me. And I felt really good about it because 
it showed me that I'm putting those good vibes into the universe where I'm an approachable person, right? If I was just looking down at my phone or even if I was looking up, but I had that nasty energy going on around me, I know that she wouldn't have stopped me. So those little interactions, me and this 50 something year old woman might not be friends, but it's a good opportunity to practice being kind, having random conversations with people you'll never meet. And yeah, so if you are looking to meet new people, like actively working on it. Every time you leave your house, notice if your energy is high or if it's a little bit blah. And if you can, shake it out, dance it out, move, do something to raise your vibration, and I promise you the universe will hear and you will receive. Tip number two is to not go too far out of your way. I feel like sometimes if you want to meet new people, there are really forced ways to do so. I'm not saying that this is something you shouldn't do for everybody, but I know that there are Facebook groups in the town that I live in and there's a port text group. I live in this town called Port Washington called Port Moms, and it's just hyper specific to moms that have babies the same age as me. And I'm sure that two people could meet within this group, meet up and really kick it off. But this feels really forced to me. And I find that there's less of a chance that I'm going to connect with somebody as deeply in these kind of inorganic places, if you will. Whereas if you go about your normal day, you're likely to meet people who do have things in common with you, whether it's a gym or workout class or a coffee shop or a pottery making place or whatever it is that you have an interest in, maybe it's even just walking outside, you're likely to meet people if you do what feels good for you and you don't go so far out of your way to create these organic relationships from inorganic places. So that's my first tip. Don't go so far out of your way. Live your life, but live your life for you. And when you find yourself in these places, look up, start conversation and put that good energy forth. Tip number three is to compliment people when you mean it. So this is not about giving out ingenuine compliments, but really turning the thoughts into your head into words that you say out loud. I think a lot of times we sit with all of these thoughts inside our body that get stuck and we have, hopefully I do at least, really positive thoughts about other people. Wow, I love her shirt. I love the way she did her makeup. Wow, that hairstyle so cool. I love the color that it is. I like her dress, her shoes, whatever it is. Saying it out loud makes somebody feel really good and opens them up from being stuck in their own body and mind and can form a really cool connection. I would stay away from compliments about body shape, fitness, um, how thin they are, stuff like that. You never know how that could be received, but things that are a little bit more topical, like what they're wearing, totally good to go in my book. When I see somebody that has done their makeup in a way that's meant to be artistic, I like to say, wow, I love how you did your makeup today. And that might amount in a friendship or it might just amount in a small interaction that's important for your own mental health and theirs too. So even if you don't form a friendship out of giving out a compliment, think of these moments as an opportunity to practice speaking to people you don't know and engaging with the world in a different way. Just by doing that, you're raising your frequency. So if you didn't understand how to raise your energy before, when I said, shake it out, dance it out, try putting those thoughts that live into your head, the nice ones out into the universe and see how things change. I think a lot of times we stare down at our phones and we miss these moments. So whether it's making a friend or just practicing being kind, either way, it's a flex that you hundred percent should be working on. In my opinion, if someone compliments you 
feel free to open that conversation back to them. Today, I was at my local coffee shop and a woman engaged me in conversation. She said something to me and I ended up responding to her about her skin because I looked up after she spoke to me. Admittedly, I was on my phone for the first moment, but she took me out of that trance I was in. And I was like, wow, your skin is amazing. She had this beautiful glowing skin. And I know that that's like about her physicalness, which I try to stay away from, but I do feel like the skin compliment goes really far. And if you mean it, it can be really meaningful. I like it getting skin compliments. So I think other people will too. But instead of just saying thanks and finishing that conversation, she opened it up even further. She did the ultimate cool girl move. She was like, let me tell you about this amazing product that's changed my life. It's not a 10 step skincare regimen. It's one product twice a day and it's completely changed my face. She pulls up the link. She's showing it to me. She's like, you got to get it. It's not even that expensive. And like I said, that's the ultimate cool girl move to show off what's working for you, share your secrets. And it goes so far in cultivating such a fun connection with another woman when a lot of times we think that we're kind of in like this standoffish situation with other women. Whenever I'm wearing something and I get a compliment on it, the first thing I do is let them know when I got it or where I got it. And if it's a steal or I got it on sale, I'm even more likely to brag because that really says something about who I am too. I'm not trying to be super pretentious. It's a, it, it's a cool girl move, right? Just trust me on that. <laughs> I have a few handbags that like look designer, but they're not. And whenever I get a compliment on them, I'm very quick to be like, oh, this is where I got it. And the fact that I'm not pretending like it's this real multi-thousand dollar bag, you know, again, really kind of gets us on the same playing field and says, yes, this is a girl I want to be friends with. She's not trying to be super cool behind, you know, this expensive bag and, and all of that. So yeah, there are plenty of moments for girls to just bond with girls. And I think it's important that we do that because it can be so easy to tear each other down. Off the record, the amount of people that I've met in bathrooms and restaurants that I have turned into real life friends is just, I can't even count them. So seriously, if I ever see you in a bathroom, like be prepared for me to hype you up so hard that you will walk out that bathroom feeling like the most confident girl in the entire world. Girls that get it, get it, right? Like the bathroom combo, that that is where girls are so comfortable hyping each other up, but I take it outside the bathroom too. And I think we all should, honestly. Okay, next tip. If you are meeting someone and you were set up previously either through a mutual friend or perhaps you briefly met once and now you're kind of going on your first date with them, don't try so hard. Show up as you, not like a refined, blander, more polite version of you, right? Don't start being someone that you're not now. If you don't usually wear makeup, don't start now. If you usually dress quirky, dress quirky. Don't put on, you know, the, what everybody else is wearing or something that, that like is even trending just because you think that'll make you look cool. People respond to authentic confidence way more than they do to somebody who looks absolutely picture perfect based on their appearance. Dress in a way that's a reflection of you and makes you feel so good that that confidence just radiates out of you. If you can own your look, I promise you, you will start to give off good vibes that make somebody else just genuinely more interested in you. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. 
Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Tip number five is to stop saying sorry, or at least put a little caution over the word sorry. When you do meet somebody and you want to be friends with them, you might notice that you're sorry tripping. You're saying it over and over again for these little things that you're doing. It's very commonplace when we are trying to be polite and make a good first impression that we think we need to say sorry for everything. If you're running five minutes late, instead just say thanks so much for waiting for me. These are little things that exude confidence and kind of like command respect for yourself and the relationship that you're now cultivating. Obviously, if you're running more than five minutes late, a sorry may be the appropriate thing to do. But keep in mind, if this is a filler word for you, I know that I'm not a big sorrier, but when I am in new situations, meeting new people, I sorry a little bit more because I'm bringing that nervous energy around and I do want them to like me. So it's something that I personally have been trying to keep in check, especially since my social skills got a little bit rustier over the last few years. Tip number six, show affection. I've always loved, it's been like my secret weapon, by the way, to disarm people with a hug or a kiss on the cheek when first meeting them. I went to college at University of Miami where the Latin culture is big and kissing when you first meet other women is very natural and culturally normal. And I found it to be so powerful when other women did it to me that I started to do it back to them. Girls expect other girls to be standoffish, right? Like if you listen to the last episode with Carly Blau, we met 15 years ago and I probably gave her a kiss at a party like on the cheek when other girls were trying to be really cool and like be intimidating. Like I gave up that game after high school. I didn't want to be intimidating to other women. I wanted to show them like, you're my people. Let's be cool. And let's cut to the chase and and find out if we're going to be friends or not. So kissing people on the cheek may not be your thing. This might be a leap. And I'm sure that COVID has changed that for a lot of us too. But it is worth mentioning that touch in some way is really disarming to people. Handshakes, kind of weird to me. I don't know how you guys feel, but handshakes, whether it's with a man or a woman in any sort of a meeting situation that's not like business, feels really weird and awkward. And add COVID on top of it, I'd actually much rather like kiss on the cheek than shake somebody's hand and then go wash my hands because it's going to somehow end up in my mouth or, you know, all of that. 
Body language is important too. So if you are listening to somebody and your arms are crossed, notice that, open them up. The way you talk really shows how interested you are in them. So something to consider there. So when it comes to touch, feel free if you're comfortable to give a hug or a kiss when meeting them or upon leaving, it can really help to solidify the relationship. Oh my God, it was so nice to meet you. Can I give you a hug? Again, COVID has made this a little bit different, but depending on how you feel and how your community feels, something to consider. Tip number seven, don't play hard to get. Now, there is nothing wrong with letting a person know that you like them, which then brings me to my next point. I have a new friend and we instantly connected over text and we told each other immediately that we liked each other. We tell each other how refreshing that it is to meet somebody that's candid, that's cool, that wants to share tips and tools. And that made us both really excited to meet and hang out again, which brings me to my next point, which is don't be afraid to make future plans. Like if you meet once or you're texting with somebody or you you just meet them on a walk or something, don't be afraid to say, hey, let's hang out and get specific about it. I think the important thing here is to make a plan and get a date on the calendar for you to actually hang out again. And don't wait for that person to ask you out again, right? If two people are waiting for each other to ask each other, out, nobody's going to ask the other person. So it can create a really awkward energy where if it feels good, ask the person out again and solidify a time and a place. Piggybacking off of that is my next tip, which is if you are going to hang out for a second time or even for a first time and you've briefly met before or briefly connected, ask before inviting others to join the future plan. So you may have hit it off with this person, but you still don't know the person very well. So if you're deciding to hang out again, before inviting a third person or even your partners, ask them if they're cool with that. There's something really kind when somebody says, hey, are you cool if I bring my partner? Are you okay if I bring my friend Jamie? Would you rather just be the two of us? People are gonna have different feelings on what the expectation is for that next meeting that they said yes to. So always better to check with the person so that they know that you're honoring what's going to be the most comfortable with them. Again, you're just meeting people, so you're feeling them out. You might feel like you really know them well, but important to always ask. And especially in this covid world, people have different ideas about how many people they wanna congregate with and you never really know. Tip number nine is to share, but also listen. When you meet somebody, be mindful about how much you're talking about yourself. Emotional dumping is not cool when you first meet somebody. However, it might be natural if you just click with somebody and the other person has that like naturally very receiving, taking care of others personality. There's nothing wrong with being vulnerable, but can you be vulnerable without oversharing and taking up all the space in the conversation? You're creating a completely fresh dynamic with this person and it's important that there's an even exchange of giving and taking. If they become a bestie down the line, there's gonna be time for that where you just have that emotional day where you lay it all on them and they take it and hopefully it's received and another time in the opposite direction. But in that first initial meeting and maybe even the first couple of meetings, be mindful of how much you're talking about yourself and be sure to ask questions about them to genuine ones. Even if there's something big going on in your life that's mentally consuming, it might actually be nice to take a break from that and just immerse yourself in somebody else's life. Tip number 10 is to share something personal to let them know that you're comfortable being who you are and letting them in on that. 
So I might mention something about my family that's a little personal, not something I would broadcast, but something that I am comfortable sharing in a one-to-one conversation. Or I might mention something like going to therapy or being on medication before. Something that just says like, hey, this is something deeply personal about me, but I want to share it with you in this moment so that you know that we're kind of creating and cultivating the safe space together. Nothing too deep, not like a huge secret that you wouldn't want the other person to tell anyone else to. Again, you don't know this person really well, but just something that giving a piece of yourself can help them give a piece of themselves back to you and create this extra special friendship. Setting the tone for a little bit of vulnerability helps to cultivate that safe space together. And it also says, hey, this is who I am. I'm not trying to be anything that I'm not. And yeah, it just gives the other person too permission to take a little button off of their shirt, loosen up and share something about them that might be a little bit imperfect too. This episode might feel important now, and I promise you it will feel important again in your life. If there's one thing that I've learned, it's that we're never quite done meeting people in our lives. It's really a wild thing to come to terms with. I always feel like, okay, I've got everybody that I need, but to know that there's another human out there, a friend or even a romantic relationship that's going to come into your life and change it at some point is something that we need to accept. Evan's grandma right now, she's 89 years old. She was previously married for probably 60 or 70 years to Evan's grandpa who passed away. And she's currently living in this facility in upstate New York and having lost the love of her entire life, again, married, you know, since she was probably 18 years old, she has fallen in love again. And how amazing is it to know that there are people that are going to continuously come into our lives and take us by that complete surprise. Again, romantic relationship or friendship, it it doesn't really matter. The fact of the matter is, is that people are always coming into our lives as we get older, as things change. And it's kind of magical to think about in this way that we're never done meeting people that are going to make hopefully a positive impact on our lives. Someone that's going to open our heart up a little bit more. We have so much going on in our minds at all time that I think that we feel held back from creating these friendships. So I want to remind you to be your weird self, to be your quirky self, be yourself, right? Ask people questions, compliment people, use every opportunity that you leave your house as an experiment to see who can I attract towards me today. And by the way, I've met a lot of friends on the internet, as you know, so you don't even need to leave your house in order to meet new people, but there's always an opportunity to do so. And if you find yourself in a situation where you're just not clicking with the people that are so obviously around you, take initiative to meet new people and put yourself in new situations. When I first moved to this town, I met a bunch of people and I didn't like soulfully drive with any of them. I was thinking for a while, how am I going to live here? Do I need to move? I don't have friends. I need friends. And all I did was look further away from like what was right in front of me. And my world started to open up. I didn't move to a new town, but suddenly there were more people in this town that felt for me. The people that I've met over the last few weeks that I've really jived with, I've met in funny ways. One of them owns a sandwich shop in town. 
And I went in one day and I engaged her in conversation and I got her number immediately. We just kind of clicked another one. I was on a walk and I actually don't remember this, but she was walking with a baby in her carrier and pushing one at the same time. And she told the story over dinner the other night that I was like waving my hands, flagging her down, being like, Hey, who are you? I want to meet you. I don't remember doing that, but it definitely checks out with something that I would do. So it sounds about right. And as a result, you know, we have a really great friendship. I go out of my way to drop things off at her house when I can. She does for me. Another friend who this episode was actually inspired by, this friend, Irene, I absolutely adore her. She has cousins that opened this little kid shop called Oh My Goodness in town. And I went in one day and the women who owned the shop were like, wow, you got to meet my cousin. She lives in town. She has a two and a half year old. And I was like, she already sounds cool. I take your word for it. They gave me her number. I texted her and we met up and she reciprocated the excited to meet energy that I brought there, which created just such an easy friendship right away. And lastly, I just want to leave you with the reminder to not overthink if somebody likes you or doesn't like you. I think a lot of times we meet somebody and maybe we're riding on the fact that, oh, we really want this friendship to work. Don't overthink it so much if they're going to like you or not. If you go into relationships and meeting people and into the universe with that nervous energy, people are going to feel it. If you lead with insecurity, that's going to be felt. Be secure in who you are and know that you're going to attract the people that you need. Your tribe literally finds you. That's what I'm finding and I'm being reassured of it right now. And I just want to remind you of that and solidify that fact. I hope that you like these tips. I hope you find them useful. If you do, of course, let me know. Share it on social media. Tag this episode. Share with friends that you think could benefit from it. And if you haven't yet left us a review on Apple or iTunes, I would really love if you did so. That helps get the word out about the truthiest life. And as you know, I'm so grateful for you all. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next week. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.